Welcome to the Without Limits podcast, where we break through barriers, revealing the keys to living an abundant life. Now, here are your hosts, Mark and Anne-Marie. Welcome back to Without Limits podcast. We're so happy you've joined Mark and I in the studio today. Welcome. Today, we're actually recording another microcast. I know people love these, and we're so thrilled to be talking today about risk-taking taking risks. So some of the barriers that we've recognized when we don't take risks is that we end up with living a limited life. And this whole podcast is living without limits. We don't live our full potential. We miss surprises in our life and experience, but also mark the contribution that we have to the world. We don't reach out and we could live in regret. That's important. Absolutely. Because we want to serve others and others need the gift that the gifts that's inside that are inside of us. And often to express those gifts, it does take a risk to step out because it may not be what we've done all along. So Mark, why do you think we don't take risks? Fear. Oh. Okay. <laughs> right? Yeah. Fear of others' opinions. Right. Fear, Fear of failure. Letting people down. Exactly. We talk ourselves out of it. Right. And that fear of taking a risk because it's it's kind of like the unknown. So what if I, you know, went back to school or what if I, you know, changed careers midlife or what if I tried those things? And then it's like, ooh, it's like the what about this? What the, about all that? The what exactly. What if, you know, what if I don't succeed? What if I waste all that money? What if that happens? What if that happens? And we end up in this you know, spinning dialogue within our head about all the whatabouts. And I can guarantee you if you do that, failure is absolutely guaranteed. That's true. We have a great story ourselves, and we've spoken about this many times individually, but it's the diving board. Right. This is a great story. You and I grew up in the same neighborhood. We didn't know each other, but we grew up in the same neighborhood when we were children. Right. And we used to go to the same public swimming pool. That summer, for two summers, Mm -hmm. same swimming pool in Toronto, did not know each other way back then. We were like eight, nine years old, and we went to the same pool. But what was at that pool, Mark? A high diving board. Right. And you'd be in the little shallow end looking up at that board, seeing people jump off, dive off with the biggest smile on their face, and you think... Oh, I could never do that. <laughs> there, and it was a little bit of preparation because even though after a while you wanted to try it. Oh, yeah. But I mean, risk taking is not uninformed risk taking. Right. You it's know, not just going and jumping off a diving no, board if you don't know how to swim. There's some preparation. <laughs> In that case, it was the lifeguards. They had to make sure that you had to, they actually had to watch you and you had to be able to swim a certain amount of, of yeah. distance before you could go off the. And swim in the deep end. And it's interesting for me, everyone thinks that Proving that you could swim a certain distance was the real barrier. It was not. Nope. The real barrier arrived when you put your hands on that big metal ladder. And you got up about five steps and there's a whole bunch of kids behind you and you're looking up and there's still a whole bunch of steps. way up there. It's way up there. (laughs) And everything about what you had imagined it would be, it isn't. Right. But that's what risk taking is. Yeah. Risk-taking is a step into the unknown. But the exhilaration when you got up to the top, even though your knees were shaking. And risk-taking doesn't mean the fear's gone. 
No. It just means that the goal off the off the diving board was bigger than the fear that's standing there while your knees were shaking to jump in. And I saw more than one little kid go back down the ladder, get halfway up, change their mind, and go back down. Right. And I bet you they're living with regret to this day, Mark. <laughs> Aren't you glad you didn't go back down? I am so happy that I overcame that fear. Mm-hmm. And that was something I took with me in my life because you could go back to that story. So for our listeners, think back to times mm-hmm. when you did take a risk and use that experience to say, no, I did that. I took that risk and it was worth it. And look at the outcome. We don't have any regrets. No. Yeah, it was ex- it's so exciting when you when you do when you do get up there and you know your hands are sweating and you look down and you think that's a long way down. But the the smile on your face flying through and I ended up diving as well off there. I did eventually. The first, I remember the very first time I ever did I went off four times and I jumped every time. Yeah. And do you know what I spoke about with my friends the entire walk home? No going off that diving board exactly even though you were there for hours Mm -hmm. it was that short time that Mm -hmm. that risk you took was just such a great outcome so oftentimes risk risk taking and when we step out another thing that can cause us to sort of um maybe begin a process like some of those kids that got halfway up the ladder and Mm. went back a setback is not a failure yeah that's a good point right you may start into something, take a risk, and because initially there may come an obstacle on the way, mm-hmm. so there's those obstacles that precede the action in the first place, mm-hmm. but now you've taken a risk, you're stepping out, and you know what? It doesn't appear to be as though it's going to work out immediately, mm-hmm. and sometimes we can back off then. So setbacks are not failure. Right, and sometimes you come to a fork in the road, you've gone along, and you think, well, I'm not going to go that way anymore. I'm going to go this way. And you think, oh, that's a failure. But no, this what you did to get to that point in the fork is a win because it got you to where you were supposed to go. And it's taking that step. We experience that all the time. All the time. We're always looking for the slight modification, course corrections. That's course right. corrections. You're taking the risk. But now, you know what? There may be a slight course correction that's necessary. Exactly. And then it's like that fork, like you mentioned with that fork. And you may have not have seen that initially, but that's the way you're going to go now. But would any of that happened if you hadn't taken the risk in the first place? No, you wouldn't have been that far down the road to get to that point. And it's often, we're going to go back to mindset again. It's often back to that mindset. And that leads us into the the last part as we're wrapping up the podcast, Mark. You talked about the whatabouts at the beginning, but what about the housebouts? You know, how do we take risks? Mm. I know our listeners want to go away with some nuggets today. How do we take risks? So some, what are some of those steps that we can take? So one thing that um, you and I were talking about on our walk the other day was it's never a perfect time. No. <laughs> right? It's so true. People often wait. Like, I'm going to wait till I'm this, or I'm going to wait till I'm that age, or I'm going to wait till my kids are bigger. There is no perfect time. So I think I think that would be, um, you know, one and That's step. back to our diving board analogy, because once you're up there, right, <laughs> you jump off. You've jumped off. Exactly. And there wasn't a perfect time, like no. the perfect weather. One time I went up there and it was really windy. And you think, well, this isn't the right time, but then it was okay, mm-hmm. right? So, and the other one that you say a lot is you can't steer an anchored boat. It's true. No point if the anchor's down and you're at the dock and no point in putting up the sail. Right. So how do people un 
you know, unanchored their boats then <laughs> to take a risk. Just head out. Decide what you're going to do, make an informed decision, and just move in that direction, understanding that there's going to be course corrections along the way. Right, and understanding the resources that you're going to need out in the, you know, the lake or wherever are going to show up when you need them. Interesting. All of the resources, all of the energy, all of the stuff you need to take that risk are not there at the beginning, and you have to trust that. We have five children, so we have a good illustration of that, because... You're never ready for a stage that a child's at, right. including the birth of the child, until you're there. Mm -hmm. But when you are there, you're going to find that you have more than enough resources within you and support around you to help you through that. That's a great... And it's the same thing whether you're starting a business or anything else. If you keep the right people around you and you guard that mindset and vision, you can move forward. Right. So don't wait to take a risk because you the perceived resources that you think you need aren't there yet. They will come. The grace, the energy, the ideas, the resources that you're going to need. And I often think about also uh, to take a risk is think about risk taking feels out of control, right? It feels like... Um, you're going to lose control. But think about in it, what do you have control? You are smart. You do have the ability. Lots of people have done what you're wanting to right. do. And goes back to, you know, reading stories and getting encouraged. And I find focusing on the passion that you had at the very beginning. Why did you start to write that book? Why did you go for that career change? The passion, the, the motivation you had and the mindset you had at the very beginning you don't have to give that up. No. Just because you've started the process doesn't mean you have to forget why you started the process. Right. And that that reminds me of a quote by Stephen Covey. He talks about begin with the end in mind. Love it. So part of the beginning is, like you said, that passion, but also keeping in the forefront of your mind what's the end result and keeping that in front of you. When I went back to do my master's degree at 50, I had to keep, you know, that goal because there was some hard slugging. I was working full time. I was commuting, you know, an hour and a half to get to the school, uh, two and a half years to do that with five children at home. I had to keep that end in mind a lot to keep going. Big risk. It was a big risk. But do you, have you ever regretted it? Not for a second. <laughs> not for a second. No, because, you know, what you learn on that journey. Mm -hmm. And did I have all the resources at the beginning? Absolutely not. Did I make incredible friends and, you know, mentors along the way? Absolutely. But, you mm -hmm. know, when they showed up? When you needed them. 100%. 100%. Absolutely. So in recapping, risk-taking, Emery. Right. So if you want to live without regrets and live a fulfilled life and not miss out on the surprises in life and be a contribution and serve others, you want to get out on that diving board and you want to know that there's never a perfect time to take risks, unanchor that boat, know the resources are going to follow, focus on what you can control in the moment Begin with the end in mind and make sure you have a positive mindset to know that you can live without limits, you can live an abundant life, and taking risks is a joy. The Without Limits Podcast, where we break through barriers, revealing the keys to living an abundant life. Your hosts have been Mark and Anne-Marie.